What's going on, everybody? Here we back at the J and J podcast. Uh, we got a uh, we got some big, big, big week of football that just happened this past week with signings and 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 big games that had occurred. Um, how we how we doing, my guy JC? That's what Benner calls you in the office. How we doing, JC? <laughs> what up, bro? What up? Shit, chilling. Trying to catch up, you feel me? It's all good though. Always, always, you know, we there's nobody in life really is is caught up in and stuff. There's we're always behind in something, everybody. So, uh, uh, so yeah, man. I mean, it's, it's it was a crazy week of football. I guess you can say upset city, upset week. Um, upset Palooza, bro. That shit uh, was crazy. I mean, from college football Saturday to to Sunday Sunday football NFL stuff. So. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, uh, speaking of upsets, man, let's just get to it. I mean, what was the biggest upset for you that day um, on Sunday? I mean, the the biggest one, obviously, being Jaguars beating the Bills. I mean, that that is huge. I mean, just as far as I know, it's Week Nine to say a game is huge in Week Nine is kind of kind of you know a little redundant, but at the same time, it's like the Bills. He's wide open for the Patriots to come steal. Like, there's no re- there, there's no reason the Patriots should be a game and a half behind the Bills right now. And the fact that the Jaguars, you know, I, I hate to use this cliche, but they threw the kitchen sink at them. And to me, the Bills got exposed. To be honest, I mean, it, this is you know, it's kind of like what's going on with the Chiefs. Like, they this team cannot run the ball. Like that, it's just it's coming more, becoming more and more clear as the weeks go on. They can't run the ball whatsoever. I thought I know you for sure thought Zach Moss was going to be way better than he is right now. Um, it's just shocking. Like they, all they have is you know throwing to Diggs, and then you know once the defense takes away the other options, it's kind of like oof. It looks rough, and that game was just. I, I know the score looks pretty boring for a casual fan, but. I mean that speaks volumes. Nine to six. Wow. I mean that that was shocking to say the least. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, you you said it yourself. I'm a big Zach Moss fan. Uh, frankly, he's been disappointing me all season. I have him in every league. He's one of the very few players I have in all my fantasy leagues. Um, every each in each and every league, and uh, you know, quite frankly, I don't want to I don't want to lose faith in him. I still think he can pick it up. Um, obviously, he's scheduled to play to, um, you know this week coming up. Um, but yeah, I mean the running game is just very—it's just not there, man. And and really, I feel like this team could be so much better if they had an open run game. Like if they had the Browns attack yeah. type, you know, style of run, Josh Allen could do so much damage. But the fact that he's this team's becoming one-dimensional, it's it's very it's concerning to me. Um, and uh, I'm sure you're looking at it from the bigger picture. The AFC is just so wide open now. Um, yeah, Browns- and especially with the Ravens game. Sorry, I didn't mean it, but the Ravens game this past Thursday. That just shows, ooh, this conference is any. It's, it's up there for the taking. Anybody exactly. can take it right 100%. I mean, the Chiefs are who what they are this season. The Browns have been struggling. The Bills really losing this game kind of just tells me they're not ready. Uh, really, quite frankly, if you asked me today, I would probably pick the Titans, really, to be the to be the favorites coming out. Uh, but with the Derrick Henry injury, you know, you just never know. And, and Julio being out for that. I have to see it. Yeah, I, I just have to. It's because, like, I, I've, I've heard a lot of talking heads say it. But to be honest, the Rams let them off the hook. I mean, the fact that they had two uh, interceptions early and one was returned for a touchdown, I mean, 
I don't know. The Titans really didn't have to do anything. Like, they just had to, you know, just play keep away from them. And, you know, I know they added Peterson. He had a touchdown and all that. But I need to see how this team's actually going to live, you know, against a good defense. I know the Rams are good. But like I said, they let them off the hook with the early play. But I want to see how they play against this this Saints defense. I know you know the Saints defense. They're tough. They're rough. And, you know, like they make uh, they make any team uncomfortable. So. This this week is really going to show me a lot for the Titans if they run away from this. And I'll, that's what I was going to ask you, too. Like, who do you think the top team is? And, you know, it's kind of hard to say the Titans, but right now where we're sitting, yeah, that's the honestly the best answer you can give. Yeah, because going back to this Bills game, I mean, the fact that they didn't even score a touchdown is really what it was. Yeah. If it was a shootout and, you know, they lost 28 to 31 or something like that, then, mm-hmm. you know, it could have been like, hey, you know, the defense just had a bad game. But at the end of the day, the defense did their part. They they, they kept the, the team um, in this and the offense for, for as explosive as, as we expect them to be. Um, the fact that they didn't score a touchdown was just embarrassing. And, and I don't know, man. I mean, they should not be having these kind of losses. They should – I mean, it's one thing to struggle and, and have a bad game, but the fact that you didn't score a touchdown and really lost a very, very ugly game, it's probably the most embarrassing loss by any team uh, this season. Yeah, upset of the year. For um, sure. So, I mean, uh, I agree. I mean, but for me, honestly, yes, that one definitely is the most uh, – the biggest upset. But for me, it was Broncos, Cowboys. Dude. Yeah. Holy crap. That game was so lopsided. At least the Bills-Jaguars was close to the end. This one was over by halftime, really. Holy yeah. cow. Um, let, me, let me ask you, did you expect this whatsoever? Like, what was your biggest mm. surprise out of that game? That the Broncos didn't roll over like I thought they would. I mean, after what, – what did I say in the last podcast with, uh, with Bender? I mean, I told him that this is like you guys planning on your season. Trading, you know, the franchise player at the moment away – for picks, it's kind of like, all right, we're, we're looking for forward to next season. And the fact that it was 30 to nothing at one point, I was like, bro, there's no fucking way the Cowboys just rolled over the way they did. I mean, the, the defense really stepped up. Um, I'm a huge fan of Shelby Harris. I always have been. He's very underrated. And, you know, he's uh, he fucks up a lot of plays for them. And, um, you know, they got Kenny Young, that young uh, linebacker from the Rams. So, I mean, they got a good squad. I know Sertan's out now, but that, that to me, you know, especially with the offensive woes they've been having lately, mm-hmm. yeah, for sure. I, I just feel like the the widespread of things, the Bills is more shocking because of, you know, they, they really just dropped the ball on that one. They really could have control of the AFC if they would have won that game. I know they, they lost to the Titans already, but still I feel like the Bills would have been front runners if they would have won that game. But, I mean, the, yeah, the Cowboys, I know Dak is coming back from injury and all that, but the fact that it was 30 to nothing at one point, I mean, come on, like that. I don't, I don't, I don't know what to make of the, any teams now. <laughs> that's, that's the crazy thing about the NFL. Like two weeks ago we were saying the Bengals were, you know, they were the number one seed in the AFC and they dropped two straight. So it's like it's just crazy. I was saying the Cowboys are in contention to go to the championship game, and now they lost to the Broncos. I mean, that they again another team that squandered an opportunity to take control of a conference. I know they still would have been behind um, Arizona, but still to be at the top, you know, behind the LA, behind the Tampa, you can't squander those opportunities. And the fact that they did against Denver, I mean, that that's tough. <laughs> 
Yeah, this is embarrassing, dude. I mean, straight up. Uh, yeah. I got, I, I was going to, we were having a watch party for this game. Um, and I showed up after the first quarter. And the fact that the Cowboys got shut out that first quarter really surprised me. And then, you know, halftime, they were still shut out. Um, credit the defense, the Cowboys defense. They did their part. They tried their best, really, to keep them into this game. Uh, the Broncos offense, you know, I, the score can be a little misleading. The offense was still kind of just there, you know, make plays here and there. But really, um, the, the, I would say that the, the Cowboys defense won that battle up until the, you know, the last parts of that game. Um, but, I mean, yes, credit the defense, though, for the Broncos. They, they, they took care of business. I don't know how they did it with Davon Miller. Um, but Sertain is a stud. He's the real deal. I think he's going to be defensive rookie of the year um, this season. Um, but the fact that I think the, the way they played it really Fangio got to give him credit, uh, just straight up man to man. I mean, relied on his corners to make the plays, um, and, and no pressure, no blitz on, on Dak. Just let the four guys up front take care of business. And, and really yeah. that's, that was just really how they beat him. I mean, straight up, you know, man to man football defense versus offense, no zone, no schemes, nothing, just straight up backyard man to man football. And, and the Broncos were became the better team that that game so credit the Broncos I mean I don't know what happened to Cowboys here I mean the my my concern is like why don't they feed Zeke the ball early on you know get him going because really that opens that's up, always been the issue up. I know I know uh I know uh Tyron Smith wasn't playing for the Cowboys you know huge huge uh factor in the left tackle position but um you still gotta just establish the run game I don't care who the, I mean you could put me and me and you out there as linemen um yeah. you know you gotta establish the run game and it just felt like uh, right off the bat he you know, they went one-dimensional, and it made it easy on the Broncos to kind of just predict their game plan and yeah. their schemes. I feel like we – I know we said this against the Bucks, and the Bucks have a good run defense, but the Cowboys, to me, like you said, they ran the ball si- 16 times. It's like, come on, bro. Yes. Zeke had 10 carries. Like, no, that, that's always going to be my issue with the Cowboys is, to me, I feel like they're trying to prove a point to say, look, Dak is worth this money, so we're just going to throw the ball all game. And it's like – What's the point? Like, just throw, just run. Like, that's a that's a a lot of problems that these teams have. Like the Chiefs, the Bills, they just want to, you know, beat you in the air. And a lot of the times, you gotta keep these defenses, these defenses honest and say, hey, we gotta, like, you gotta open it up. You could do a lot more play action if you establish the run. Even if you're getting one or two yards of carry, like they still have to, you know, defend the run, and. The fact that you're just making it one-dimensional and very easy for these defenses, I mean, you're not doing yourself any favors. Agreed. Agreed. And I mean, it's it's just ridiculous. Like these, I don't, I don't get how these these uh, coaches and these coordinators don't see that right away. It, I, it, I, it, I it blows my mind. They overcomplicate it a lot of times. Well, yeah. I mean, if the defense is really expecting you to pass the wide play, you're really just taking 50% off your playbook. And I don't know. It's just it's difficult to read. I don't know what coaches think sometimes. Uh, maybe they just try to overthink stuff and, you know, try to outsmart their opponent. But at the end of the day, you just got to go simple, run the game, run the ball. You have Zeke. Yeah. It's not like you have freaking, you know, like some scrub like Brian Hill back there. You know, you have Ezekiel Elliott, <laughs> established runner in this league. And, and the fact that they just kind of avoided that was it's just it's, – it's a head-scratcher to me. It is. And, yeah. apparently, and apparently Jerry Jones looks at the playbook before the game. So, um I don't know who, what other owner does that, but I don't know why he does that. But all right, <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't know if you heard those reports. He looks at the game. <clears throat> no, I've never heard that. That's um, that's ridiculous. Yeah, he said that on Monday. He's like, yeah, well, we looked at the game plan. McCarthy showed me, and uh, I think we was good playing 
uh, game plan. So, <laughs> I mean. Obviously, they didn't watch film because these, these corners in Denver are no joke. Like, oh. <laughs> it's like they're – and to me, it's like it's no no-fly zone, you know, Tlaib and uh, Chris Harris. Yeah. But, but Sertan, Fuller, um, I know I'm missing somebody too, but those – those cats, like, they know how to – Simmons in the safety position, like, bro, like, that, that fucking secondary is elite. And the fact that Sertan is hurt, like, that, you know, it's unfortunate. Because he's a – yeah, he was my – into the game. I forgot who I picked in the beginning, but to me, Sertan looks really good. He looks ready. I understand why they picked him, but I, I'm still going to say they needed to take a quarterback at nine, not a corner, but – you know, I mean, he's making it work. That pick looks good, so. That's the yeah. thing is, like, the Broncos' defense overall is a pretty solid defense. The only weak, yeah. weak spots is their linebacker positions just because they have a lot of linebackers hurt. But the corners are, are, are you know, top notch, certain, like you said. Fuller doesn't even play much, but he's out there. You know, Ronald Darby is another one that I can Darby, play. yeah. I, was, I knew I was missing somebody. I was trying to think. I, um, I don't know. But, yeah, I mean, those dudes are pretty fair. They're very respectable in the league. And, and obviously, the yeah. Cowboys' biggest weapons are, you know, Cooper, CD, Gallup when he comes back, and, and, and Wilson. So Even Wilson. Yeah, Wilson's been making plays. So, like, I don't know. I mean, the, the Broncos just had a very good matchup <clears throat> with them, paired up with them very well. And that's what I'm saying. Like, you know, Broncos corners versus Cowboys receivers, it's barely even. And the difference maker was Zeke and, and that run game. And the fact that they just kind of abandoned it, you know, right away was was just a head scratcher to me. But I mean, it is what yeah. it is. Credit the Broncos; they won that game. They're a fairly good team. They're not scrubs whatsoever. They're in the playoff hunt, so um, gotta give them their flowers, I guess. But um, let's switch. Let's shift our focus real quick uh, to my Dirty Birds. Kind of wanted to talk about them. Uh, they pulled the upset. Uh, be honest with you, did you did you expect this this win in in New Orleans? First? Yeah, I told you. I put money on the on the Falcons. I knew they were gonna win. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not gonna front. I I I expected them to make this a close game. I saw the spread. It was like six and a half, some bullshit like that for New Orleans. I was like, look, we might lose this game, but I know if the Falcons for damn sure are gonna make this close, especially because it's our rivals. Uh, but they stole this game, dude. They really stole this yeah. game. Shout out to them. Uh, they, look, they look good on offense. The defense still, you know, concerning. Um, but hey, but I mean, I, I have to give you if you're giving the Broncos flowers, I have to give you guys your flowers with AJ Terrell. I mean, he is just he's locking everybody down. Exactly. I, mean, I, keep, I keep trying to tell people this in the office, and they're not listening. They think I'm trolling and joking. No, AJ, he, AJ Terrell he's, a, a, he's number one in fewest yards allowed. I mean, he's, a, this, he's for real. He's a top ten corner in this league, in my opinion. Um, the dude, the dude's just not making. You know, obviously, he's not making the flashy. He's not a. He's not a Jackson from the from the the Patriots. He's not making the picks or digs, you know. But he he does the right plays. He he breaks up passes. Oh know? yeah, for sure. And that's really what you need from a corner. So I mean, the dude's being a stud all year, and and you know people aren't taking much notice, and it's fine. But I mean, at the end of the day, coaches know what he's all about, and and um, I kind I'm not gonna lie, I I I called him a bust after one year, but. The dude's kind of shutting me out, shutting me up, and and I love it. I love it. This this dude could potentially be um, a a a uh, a Josh Norman, a Richard Sherman, a Jalen Ramsey uh, type corner in this league, and and uh, he's, yeah. he's in the step. He has a step in the right direction right now, which I'm proud of. But give my guy Koo some love, man. 
that guy is so he like what three game winners Four? yes ice in his veins man this dude really we rely on him so much and and he never he always delivers never lets us down ever um so shout out to him and cordero and matt ryan and them boys um the whole offense really just did their part and the defense kind of held their own of course it was trevor simeon but at the end of the day you, you got to prepare for whoever's out there at quarterback and and uh, they did the thing, but I will say they kind of freaking scared me, fucking giving up that lead at the end. And uh, really, yeah. I uh, we shifted our focus to that game at the watch party uh, once the Broncos kind of solidified their win. Um, but once they gave up that touchdown, I was like, well, this is typical Falcons, like, you know, blowing a lead with the last six, seven minutes. But Arthur Smith relied on his specialties, on his strength, and uh, led the offense back to the uh, back out there. And field goal range to, to seal with Coop. But shout out to Cordero for making that big, huge play, and shout out to Matt Ryan for uh, breaking breaking out of some sacks that he could have been easily tackled on. But yeah, man, Falcons pulled the win. Fucking excited. We're seventh seed. Did you see that? We're we're the seventh yeah. seed in the NFC. So we're out there, man. We're making we're making yeah. Pa- Patriots are seventh seed in the AFC too. Let's go, baby. We we making playoffs so far. Hopefully. <laughs> um, so this, this I mean, seems shocking me. I'm not gonna lie. It seems shocking me. Yeah. You know me. I didn't think they were gonna make it this this far, but they are yeah. surprising me. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know. I just feel like the matchup was there for you guys. Um, whether it was Taysom Hill or Trevor Simeon, you guys would have would have won this game regardless. I know you guys gave up that last that touchdown late, but. You know, I mean, I, to me, there was never a doubt. I knew you guys were going to drive down the field. Cordero is a stud. It, it's crazy. Like, I, it, it just boggles my mind that <clears throat> none of these teams, including my Patriots, like, they, they kind of use them the way you guys are using them, but not to a certain – we only use them because we had to a couple of weeks because of our injury, uh, injuries to Michelle that year. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, the fact that he's playing, you know – tailback fucking receiver return all that it's just it's just crazy that nobody thought of this before it you know coaches kind of use him here and there but he's your best player like he's the mvp of the falcons this year there's no question and you know he's really stepping up especially with um ridley being out like he's kind of filling that void to a certain extent because you know he's getting you guys those big plays obviously along with pitts and all that but uh, Zacchaeus as well. I mean, he's kind of stepping up, you know, catching more touchdowns. But um, the fact that they're putting linebackers on Cordero, like, that's it. Like, it, it's already over once you see that. I mean, Matt Ryan doesn't have, even have to think about where he's going once he sees that matchup. So, um, you know, I like how you guys are using them. The fact that, again, Mike Davis really has not stepped up the way everybody thought, including me. I thought he would. And, you know, but Cordero's filling that void. and. You guys are looking good, man. I mean, the NFC at the bottom is very wide open as well. I mean, like the AFC is wide open in general. The NFC at the bottom for the you know the final wild card spots. I feel like you guys can steal one of them pretty easily. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, we have a very easy schedule coming out with Cowboys, New England, and, and New Orleans again. So, um, you know, very winnable games. Um, no, nah, I'm just joking. I mean, the Cowboys is tough. New England's always tough. Um, we just gotta take care of business like we did the last past. I season. mean, Cowboys the way they're looking, you guys could probably upset them. Yeah, anything we'll can see. happen. We'll so. see. I mean, I, I, if I was a betting man, I would have bet the Falcons would beat the Saints more than I would beat them to beat the Cowboys. So, 
Um, I have less hopes this weekend. I was It was a great feeling what they did last weekend, but we shall see. I mean, New Orleans is depleted. The Cowboys are really just coming yeah. for vengeance after that embarrassing loss at home. So, I don't know, man. But all I got to say is Cordero made plays, Matt Ryan made plays, and this offense is kind of starting to mesh. Like you said, I can only, can only imagine how it's going to look when Ridley comes back. The thing that for me is, you know, they need to build an offense for Ryan ASAP. I mean, the, the fact that, you know, and the defense, I mean, that, that really has to be your priority. O-line and defense this year, because you guys can contend next year with, with the way this team's looking. You guys are fighting, staying in all these games. And, you know, you haven't really been blown out besides, the, besides week one, which is a – certainly it's an outlier, especially with the way Philadelphia is looking right now. So, um, you know, you guys are in the mix of contention, in my opinion, and if you guys can fix this O-line and, you know, obviously draft or sign some good defensive studs, you guys can be right in the mix next year for the NFC, uh, honestly. Right. Yeah, I mean, we just need we just need some pressure from the defensive side of the ball. I mean, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like the the fact that did you see what Dean P said? Yes, uh, somebody somebody on the team asked him. Yeah, like thirty percent of the playbook. Yes, it's like, bro, like what? That's yeah. I mean, and I don't blame him. Like nobody can sniff the quarterback. Like it's it's crazy. And they paid Fowler all that money to do that, and he hasn't been able to do that whatsoever consistently since he's yeah. been there. So. It's just a disappointment, but I'm saying if you guys can get a decent online, some more depth maybe, and then get some pressure and maybe another corner uh, on the other side of Terrell, you guys can make some noise. I promise you that. I like I like Olacom. I like, obviously, uh, Debo. I mean, you got some pieces on defense. You just need to put it all together, and hopefully it meshes and – you being in contention next year, no doubt. I promise yeah, you that. The, the secondary and the pass rush really is just the two main factors on defense. I mean, other than AJ Terrell, nobody's out there. Isaiah Oliver's has been disappointing. Um, and stuff oh, yeah. Like that. So, I mean, and nobody's on the D-line really generating much pressure other than Grady Jarrett. But I don't know if you've seen film or pictures of, of what happened last weekend. I mean, the Saints really just doubled Jarrett all game, and he wasn't, supposed, he wasn't able to make so much noise. So, Fowler's coming back this weekend. Hopefully, he can help out, especially with Tyron Smith out for the Cowboys um, again. So yeah. uh, we're hoping this could be a game where we can we, the defense can finally just break through and make plays um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I mean, shifting our focus now to New England. That's your team from my team to your team, man. I'm not gonna front with you. Um, <clears throat> don't get mad. This is my upset of the week. I picked the Panthers by with with, with some big money. Oh um, man, not I feel not like I, this was the this is the Stephon Gilmore homecoming game. No. This is the revenge. This is the this is this why is I picked the, Sam, the Panthers. But, but the but this is the issue. Stephon Gilmore doesn't play quarterback. Sam Darnold does. Sam Darnold every time he plays the Patriots shits the bed every single time. He's one touchdown, nine interceptions. I mean that that right there should tell you everything you need to know. It, it's it's bad when he plays them, and honestly, the Patriots lost him his job. I mean, he I don't see him starting another game with Carolina, and we'll get into the signing of Cam, but I just don't see it anymore. Honestly, they, they besides the first three weeks when they were three and zero, I mean, he really hasn't done anything after that. You know, I don't know. Like, and and my thing is. The Patriots look really flat on offense again. I know that defense is good on, in Carolina, but, you know, hopefully that's not to say what's going to happen the rest of the way. But, um, 
you know, defense is stepping up. Judon's getting to the quarterback. He's probably the best signing we've had in a couple years. Uh, JC, Mr. INT, he already changes his Instagram handle to that. I mean, he's just getting interceptions left and right. I think he has five at this point. Obviously, that pick six. I mean, the defense is just really – this is what I expected from them. It took a little bit to get there, but, you know, they, they can make – listen, I know Ryan Clark said they could mess around and win a Super Bowl. I'm not there yet. But I, I can see them upsetting somebody in the wild card for sure, just the way they're looking right now. I mean, look, uh, shoot, I mean, the defense is really impressed. This is what won them the game, really. Yeah. Um, J.C. Jackson, the dude, how many picks does he have since, like, 2018? That dude has the most. Um, that fucking guy, man. I know he has 22 total since being a – since, you know, coming undrafted, I think, 2019 to 2018, 2019. Yeah, the dude, the dude's <clears throat> real deal, man. The dude. Yeah, they need to pay him. I, if they let him go, I mean, I don't know what at this point what Belichick is uh, smoking because this is your number one now. And obviously, you got rid of Gilmore because of his health. But I said it as soon as the as soon as they traded Gilmore, that that contract has to be coming out of that printer at, <laughs> at some point because JC he's been showing you why he's that number one now, and as long as they get a number. Number two, because Jalen Mills, man, that, that motherfucker's burnt toast at this point in his career. He just gets burnt every single time. Um, you know, the depth is scary at corner. If we if JC Jackson goes down, I mean the, the season's basically over, to be honest. They they don't have depth. And honestly, I thought that's how it was gonna be with Gilmore once they traded him. It was over, but JC's stepping up and you know, he's kinda hiding the woes of the other secondary guys, but you know, Jalen Mills cannot play, be playing number two corner. He just cannot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. looking at the other side of the ball, I don't know what the hell's what's going on with Mac and and that he, I know he he turned the ball over twice. Um, yeah. So, so what's going on there with the offense? How's, how's like I said, I I just feel like that was just because Carolina has a pretty solid defense. In my eyes, I mean. They got a, they got good secondary. Obviously, adding Gilmore, the D line. I don't know. He just wasn't comfortable all game, and you know, like I said, I hope that's not the case the rest of the way. But I mean, he's been playing pretty good. I guess the Chargers kind of started off flat, ended up pretty good. Obviously, the Jets. I, I don't know. I just feel like it was the defense that kind of made him uncomfortable. He has a really big test against the Browns this weekend, so we'll see if you know the Panthers were just you know. Good defenses are just getting the rookie down, but I don't know, bro. I, I really don't. You already know I have an issue with the way McDaniels is kind of calling these games. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I couldn't tell you. But the running game is looking good. I know Harris got hurt in that game. He didn't run for 100 like he's been doing. But, um, you know, I, I still feel like the run game is there. And that's that's basically what's gonna carry us this whole this the rest of the year the run game and the defense. So as long as we don't turn the ball over, we'll be all right. Yeah, I mean, quite frankly, Damian Harris is a stud, but uh, I mean, he's got that injury. Hopefully, he's coming back next week, and I don't think he is. But um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. Panthers are very a, a sneaky good defense. You're right. I mean, that's kind of been the bread and butter all season is is that defense and, yeah. and making plays. So. We'll see. I mean, they're last in our division right now. I didn't think that was going to be happening after three weeks after being 3-0, but it is what it is. It is what it is. I mean, we'll, we'll see how they how they uh, respond with, with, with the addition of Cam, and we'll get to it in a bit. 
but let me add, let me let me get to this game. This is not necessarily an upset to me, but this is more of a shocking type of win and the way they did it. And it was Cleveland over Cincinnati. Um, obviously, it's fifty-fifty. People pick Bengals. People pick Browns. Um, but just the way they won, and and you know, in early fashion, and just to care of business from the beginning. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game? Uh, this was kind of just a a fuck you game by the Browns. You know, obviously with the Odell drama going on, I feel like they just wanted to make a statement. I'm not taking too much into this game, to be honest. I just feel like it's a divisional game. Anybody can win. Obviously, we saw the Bengals beat the Ravens with a similar score. It was 41-17. So, um, you know, the defense the defense won them this game. They, they got the ball. They got the pick six. And honestly, that pick six, just it just deflated the whole game. And I mean, you know this. Once you once a team throws an interception for a touchdown, it kind of takes the wind out of their sail. Some teams can come back from it. Most of them can't. And obviously, Burrow and the young Bengals, like we said last week, they're just not ready. I mean, they're 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 showing flashes, but they just need more experience. They need to lose more games like this. And you know, the Browns, the way their defense is playing, uh, will always win these type of games. So. I wasn't too surprised. I was surprised that the Bengals were favored, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I get what you're saying. The fact that they blew them out so so early, I just feel like it was that pick six that really took all the momentum out of the Bengals and, you know, swung at the Browns away. Peoples-Jones got that Hail Mary touchdown. And, you know, Chubb looked good, even though he got COVID this week. And we'll see how he bounce, bounces back from that. But. This, to me, was Baker trying to say fuck you to Odell and his dad for talking all that shit. So, we'll see We'll see how they play this week against the Pats. So. No, I mean, I agree. I mean, I feel like the Browns were just so so focused on, on everyone just, you know, working together and getting involved that it kind of got to Baker like, oh, shit, I need to make a play for, for Odell. Hmm. Like, I, instead yeah. of making the right read and the right throw, he would try to sometimes force the ball to Odell. And now with him out, I feel like Baker's going to be able to play more free and just, you know, like you said, like say, like, fuck everybody. Like, this is this is like the type of style that I want to play. You know, no worries who I'm throwing to as long as somebody catches this ball and gets the first down. I'm cool with it. So, I mean, I think this – to me, this is a sign of more things to come. Um, I'm backing up the Cleveland Super Bowl pick. Um, I'm back, no baby. I'm back, baby. They're coming back. Um, they're 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 gonna go far in this league um, in this season. Um, obviously, they're not gonna go moving <clears throat> forward, but this is kind of a sign of things to come for me uh, with with Baker and and Chubb needs to come back though. I know Chubb's out this weekend, um, and they got Deontay Johnson, but I think Chubb needs to come back uh, and Kareem Hunt obviously for for this team to really fully um, get back into the thick of things. The- for now, this is a good sign. The problem with the Browns is is Baker. Like he, he just he's a very average. He's playing very average, and you know, uh, I get what you're saying. And I, like I said, I have them going to the AFC Championship game. But the fact that all this happened with Odell and I don't know, bro. I, I still feel like that's that's still kind of lingering in the back of his head. And I know he tried to prove a point this week. I just feel like they can't carry that the rest of the way like yeah that's that should be fuel for that game but I don't feel like they can be like motivated every single week like oh yeah we're about to prove you know Odell wrong and blah 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 like you know I they got 
the Pats this week, Lions next week, and the Ravens on Sunday night after that. I mean, they they could go one and two, maybe two and one. I don't know, but I I just can't I just can't get there with them. They've just been very disappointing, and um, especially that that Steelers game. Just I'm out. I'm out on the Browns. Like that that was just a terrible game, and um. You know, I'll, I'll eat the I'll, I'll eat the crow if they if they go farther than I think they are. They'll probably they'll probably be a potential wild card team at this point. Maybe, mm. right? I just don't see it. And, and I know the Ravens just lost to the Dolphins, but those Thursday night games, bro, they're so weird. Like I wouldn't be surprised if you blew out the Patriots this next Thursday. Like I, it's just those Thursday night games are so weird, and they can go either way, especially on a short week. So I don't know. Right, I'm just not taking too much into the Ravens. Lost to the Dolphins. They'll be fine. They'll, they'll win that division. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just can't. I'm out on the Browns, honestly. Uh, I don't know. I'm just, you know me. I'm a big fan. I'm a big still believer. I'm part of the dog pound right now. They, them, dudes, <laughs> them dudes are the real deal. They're very inconsistent. I will not lie to you there. But uh, I think this is yeah. going to be the, the, turn, the turn of the season right here where, where they finally just – you know, play hard and pick things up. So we'll see. I'm a big believer. Uh, we'll see how these next couple of games go. Hold on, hold on. I have to get to this game, especially because we talked about it in the last podcast. The the 49ers, bro. It, it, it's just getting old at this point. 31-17. You lose to uh, Cardinals without Murray and Hopkins. I mean, come on, bro. Are you fucking kidding me? I mean, you – and, you know, we always say, like, oh, it's the backup. They don't have film on them. But, I mean, they have film on Colt McCoy, bro. Like, you cannot be unprepared for Colt McCoy. And the fact that James Conner ran all over this fucking team. Yeah, the, the Niners are done. And, honestly, Shanahan, that, that seat's getting a little hot. <laughs> In my eyes, that seat's getting a little hot. They, they can't come out flat against the divisional team at home. They haven't won a home game since the – NFC Championship game when they beat the Packers. I mean that that's unacceptable, and um, it's just looking rough for them. Honestly, it's it's bad. It's really bad for the 49ers right now. Yeah, I mean, look, I didn't see this coming either. I thought the yeah. the Niners were gonna win this game, but the fact that Cole McCoy looked like Kyler out there and James James Conner looking like freaking I don't know, like the old Le'Veon Bell was crazy to me. Um, they were very impressive, and and I don't know, I, I don't know. This Cardinals team really just still still taking care yeah, of business, man. They can still sneak away with this division. Um, oh yeah, it's not even sneaking away at this point. I mean, they're just winning the division. They should be winning. I mean, they they just the fact that they're winning with their backups, like I said, it, that that tells you everything you need to know about this team. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I mean, I, I already. I think this is a bigger. I think this is more of a four niners lost them though than a Cardinals W, in my opinion. I don't think so. I, I really don't. I, I just feel like the the 49ers have had the Cardinals number for a while now, and you know I know they lost them earlier in the year in Arizona, but this was a game where the, the Cardinals just took it from them. Like the the fact that, and obviously Jimmy G, he just looks terrible. I mean. I, I don't know. And I don't know if you noticed, if you saw that game or not. He's just force-feeding Kittle. Like, I, I just don't like how that offense looks right now. Right. Like, their offense is like, you know, the zone-blocking scheme that Shanahan has. And 
you know, hit the wider. Like Shanahan's scheme, I love his scheme, the way he gets guys open. But when you got Jimmy G back there, just like, oh, where's Kittle? Where's Kittle? All right, there he is. And he just toss it up. Like, no, like, this shit, it's just flat. I'm over the, I've been over the Niners. And yeah, this is probably one of the worst fucking divisional picks I've had in a long time. This is just terrible. I mean, it's, it's... Yeah, they, they just look bad. They look bad. Like, there's no excuses, no injury, this injury, that injury. just look bad. And they have the pieces, dude. I don't know what the hell it is. Maybe it's yeah, injuries, but it's. I mean, they should be winning games, and and this one was a gimme for me. And uh, yep. I don't know. They just they didn't take advantage. So, um, I mean, yeah. And they got the Rams on Monday night. That's not an easier game. For them. To be quite honest with you, I can see them sneaking away with this game. I think. Well, yeah, we've always talked about how Shanahan always beats McVay for whatever reason, mm-hmm. but. It's just, man, like it. It doesn't seem like that that way this year. It really doesn't. They just look. They just look flat out the gate. They still look flat, and they still have to worry about this QB controversy they have. Like, they can deny, deny, deny all they want. I still feel like Jimmy G is being affected by Lance on the bench, and the fact yeah. that they traded up so much to get him, he knows that his time is almost up. Why are we delaying the inevitable? If you're Shanahan at this point, like, why? Why are you making this team just wonky? Like, they need to really – they need to see what they have in Lance. And it's week 10. I, I think you need to have a couple weeks of film, have a couple weeks of, is this our guy? Do we need to have more personnel that's, you know, fitting for him? I, they just need to figure it out. Jimmy G, we know what Jimmy G is. Yeah. It's time to move on. Agreed. I mean, agreed. I mean, it's really nothing else I could say about the Niners. Hey. Banner brought it up, hot seat, and uh, yeah, he, he it's it's getting hotter, it's getting hotter for sure. It is, it is 100%. All right, bro. So, Packers Chiefs, I don't know if you ca- caught that game, I just caught highlights. If you want to call those highlights, I mean, 13 to 7, eesh, bad game. Yeah, it was a, it was a horrible. I mean, if you like defense, really, it's it's probably the best game, which is weird coming from the Chiefs, but I mean, they did put Jordan Love. I mean, I mean that's true too. But still, I mean, Devontae didn't have a decent. I mean, he had a decent game. Um, I nothing really was clicking for the for both teams. I was surprised Mahomes didn't get much going either. Um, that's not surprising like the way they are, though. I mean, that's true too. But like, it's just I don't know. Um, this is a very weird game. I mean, but to be quite honest, that's really the 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 kind of the the theme of this week yeah was actually was, was, you know what one 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 o'clock game i forgot to mention raiders giants bro what the fuck was that i mean th- this is my this is my problem with the raiders i i just can never buy into them they look good first couple of weeks and then you know they had all this shit going on and then now they're kind of falling apart i mean you you can't drop a game to the giants that especially if you're trying to make the playoffs like I don't know, especially with the AFC West as wide open as it is. You can't drop any games, and they're just dropping games left and right. No, I agree 100%. I mean, you got to win these games, the easy ones, and, you know, they quiet out. They just choked, dude. But I I saw this coming. This is kind of a trap game for them. I mean. The Giants have a sneaky defense. I mean, they almost upset the Chiefs if uh, I forgot who was offsides, but. That guy's not offsides. They they beat the Chiefs because they got an interception and they would have been in field goal range and you know whatever. I mean, at the end, of, I think at the, just at the end of the day, um, 
any team, any decent team um, that's especially battling for, for playoffs, like these winnable games have to be taken care of 100%. I mean, yep. you know, if you lose, if you lose to like the Cowboys or the, or, or the, like, the Bills, that's one thing, but like you have to beat the, you have to be beating the Lions. You have to be beating the Giants. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know. I mean, we'll, we'll see what the Raiders do from here on out, but uh, let's get to the Titans Rams. I kind of talked about it earlier, but were you surprised at all by this game? Just the way, the Titans defense has really stepped up like mm-hmm. the past couple of weeks. They're actually looking good. And like I said earlier, I mean, Titans, I, I don't know yet. I mean, they, they really didn't have to do much. The Rams really gift wrapped that game for them, but what were your thoughts? What was your brother's thoughts on the Rams kind of blowing this game? They would have really controlled the NFC if they would have took this game by storm. Yeah. I mean, they, I know my brother wasn't too happy about it. Just, the fact that he thought the, the, they're going to take care of the business easy on the Titans, especially with the loss of Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. Um, but this was, this was like, I don't know, dude, like this was a shocking game for me too. Yeah. Just the fact, I know the defense is going to show up, but like just, I don't know, the way they handled business um, after like the first quarter, first half, like I knew the Rams were not going to really be in this game anymore. Um, turned it off, but yeah, I don't know. Stafford does have these games sometimes that it just concerns me where, you know, he, he becomes uh, – it's like the Lions really just rub off of him. And um, mm-hmm. Matthew Stafford and one of those Lions will come out of him. Um, this is what this is the performance, dude. He gave a Lions performance. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I didn't catch the ending of this game, but, um, you know, just the first – the fact that it was 14 nothing right away or 14-3, whatever it was, like, I was like, man – Titans are getting bailed out a little bit here and there, but let's see. Uh, I, I mean, it's kind of hard to say they're not the number one team right now in the AFC with everything that's going on with you know the Bills and the Chargers. They're kind of digressing, even though they beat the Eagles. Like they don't look as good as they looked the first couple weeks of the year. And yeah, I don't know. We'll see. But another AFC team Monday night: Bears, Steelers. I mean. God, the Steelers look bad. I mean, they they look terrible. The fact that the Bears covered in this game and they almost took it, you know, they missed the field goal at the end of the game. But the fact that they had the lead late in the fourth, I mean, the the Steelers, but I'm not impressed by them. I'm really not. They're beating very bad teams. And the only victory you can look at their schedule and say, okay, that was a good win was the Browns. And that was still a sloppy game. So I don't know what you took away from this game, but – I'm not liking the Steelers the way they're looking. I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. They they really should have lost this game. Quite honest with you. Yeah. Um, the refs, the refs were on their side big time. That was ridiculous. Um, that was ridiculous. The whole taunting thing was just dumb. Um, everything was just bad about them. The fact that they let Justin Fields just run down the field and and you know get a touchdown. Um, it's embarrassing. Um, the, the defense is at least supposed to do their part here and, and you know, take care of business. But the fact that they didn't, it's, it's, it's concerning. Um, it's not just the office, but the defense yeah. has sometimes been lacking. Yeah, and the, I feel like as the weeks go on, football's getting weirder. I don't know. Like, like usually <laughs> around, like, mid to late season, we kind of figure out, all right, this team's, teams contending. And yeah. it's it's too wide open right now at the halfway point. I I. This is like a first time in a while that it's been like that. Like oh, the yeah, past 100%. couple of years, it's been Chiefs or it's been, you know, Pats when they had Brady or, you know, I, you know what I mean? Like, it's just, it's just been very close, kind of like the NBA. And now it's just super wide open in both uh, organizations. And 
are both uh, sports, you know, and it's crazy. I just don't, I don't know what to make of it. I really don't know who the favorite is in either conference and, you know, we'll see. We'll see if uh, anything gets answered this next week. So I don't know if you have anything else. That's pretty much it. Oh, actually, you know what? My bad. My bad. I forgot. Odell to the Rams, Cam to the Panthers. I mean, what, what did you think? Odell going to the Rams last minute. I just feel like that was very random. I didn't see that coming. And, you know, the fact that he chose the Rams, I'm like, bro, are you fucking kidding me? The Rams have everybody and they're going to get Odell too. I'm like, they're, the, they're the Warriors, dude. They're like the Warriors. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. They're the Nets now, the Warriors. Fuck. Like, everybody's going to them right now. I don't know. What did you think? What did your brother think? I know he was probably super happy, but. Oh, dude, he's just trying to buy every jersey. Trying to buy a Von Miller jersey, an Odell jersey. <laughs> you know, I, jersey. I, honestly, if the Pats were to get Odell, I would have bought that jersey too. I just feel like it's those type of jerseys where it's like, damn, like this player's on your team. All right, I might have to go get a jersey. I don't know. It's like, it's like if um, Miles Garrett signed a one year with the Falcons, I kind of feel like you would get that jersey. It's just one of those players. Oh, yeah. So I agree. I mean, the, I just think the Rams wanted it more. Um, than any other team out there. Um, people are always so worried about cap space and making them happy. I think the Rams just said, you know what, fuck it. Like, we have veteran leadership here. Um, yeah. Odell's not going to throw a fit to these guys. Like, McVay really wants talent, as much talent as he can on this team. And uh, they're really going for it, dude. They're going for it all. They're trying to be the second team to do what they did. So, I mean, that's I'm, – I'm more shocked, though, that, you know, out of all those sources and rumors that we heard, nobody brought up the Rams until he finally – Sign the line. Well, I just feel like they were kind of moving through the the weeds a little bit. Nobody, it's like nobody was really. Everybody was leaking that they wanted interest in them. The Rams were very quiet, you know, under the radar, and then they just kind of. I feel like they stole them. Honestly, I don't feel like uh, Dell was even thinking the Rams until they, you know, they probably showed interest, and he's like, "All right, fuck it, I'll just go over there." Especially with Bond, beautiful weather, with Bond, telling great him, players. Yeah, Von Miller telling him come over here and, you know, feeling wanted by the big stars because everybody was kind of mum about it besides uh, Devontae Adams saying, oh, I have a very, I'm very confident we're going to get him and they ended up not getting him. But everybody else wasn't like, quote unquote, recruiting him in a way like I guess Vaughn and all them were. So, yeah, I mean, you know, that's, it worked that's out really what you want. And it actually you worked, as a yeah. player, that's what you want is to feel wanted. And right. LeBron made a pitch. Um, Von Miller made a pitch. You know, Jalen Ramsey gave him a call. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you heard that. I don't know if you heard that story. Um, Odell asked him, like, you know, well, they want me here. And then Ramsey goes to the wide receivers room and shows Cooper Cup. And Robert was like, dude, come over here. Like, we want you to come. And, you know, Odell felt wanted. Once the receivers were like, yeah, man, come through. Come play with us. Yeah. I mean, it kind of came at a good time, too, especially, unfortunately, with the Woods tearing his ACL. You know, now he's the number two there, and you know, Van Jefferson's the threes. I mean, they have weapons. I want to see. I want to see how he meshes with them. I'm not gonna stay here and say it. It's a lock for them to make the Super Bowl. It's just they have to win it. It's just one of those those um you know times in you know, teams. The way it's going is you signed all these free agents, you made all these big moves. You have to win it, or it's it's a bust. You know, you could sit here and tell me, oh, it's not. You know, they made it this far above. Like, no, you guys have to win it all. If you're being this aggressive, throwing away your future the way they are, it has to be. This has to be the year. If not, then what a failure. And I don't know what they're going to do moving forward because Odell's a free agent. Vaughn's a free agent. Um, I don't know who else is up, but still, they're losing 
they're going to lose a lot of players this this offseason. So they really have to go all in and they better do it. I mean, that's that's the only thing I can really say. They have to win it this year. It's such a failure. Yep, I agree. I mean, it's they have this is the year. They're they're really throwing all the all the marbles in this one. Yeah. It has to get done. If if they don't win this year, or nor if they make it, oh my god, all hell will break loose. But mm-hmm. um even if they make it and don't win, it's it's still gonna be bad um for them just because they really are the warriors of this of this year, of yep. this era, which is funny to me. I never thought I would see that in football. Yeah. Um, you know, a super team really like that. So you talk about how the AFC is wide open. I mean, the NFC is a little bit more competitive, I guess you can say, and top heavy. Top heavy, um, yeah. But I mean, the Rams really are the sticking, the ones that stick out as favorites. We'll see. I mean, you know, losing Woods to me is going to be a bigger deal than I feel like people are making it. Like, I know exactly. they have Odell, but, you know, Woods is kind of that go to guy in the slot. I know. I know Cup is gonna do what he does, but it's it's gonna take a bit for Odell to get the playbook down and you know get the timing down with Stafford. So, you know, losing Woods right now, Jefferson really has to step up for them to still be as explosive and dynamic as have as they've been these past couple of weeks. Besides the Titans game, so do you regret them not losing uh, Deshaun Jackson now? Uh, I don't. To me. If you don't want to be there, I, I agree with McVeigh. You know, we'll just try to get you out of here. But I just never understood the move. I, I don't, I don't get it. Why, why did he want to leave? Like, what did he expect that he was going to be the number two right away? I just don't get it from Deshaun's point of view. Like, if he doesn't want to be there, then fine. You know, like work, work a deal with him. If you can get, you know, picks for him, I guess that works. Nobody wanted him, so they released him. I, I don't know. Like, um. I forgot who said Mike Tomlin said that about Melvin Ingram. We'd rather have volunteers than hostages. So um, uh, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. I mean, if he doesn't want to be there, it is what it is. But I, I just never understood that from Deshaun's point of view. Like, what did you expect going to the, to the Rams? You're obviously there to win a Super Bowl, not to, you know, get another contract after this year. So very, very confusing. But, you know, we'll see what, what happens. You know, Odell and Vaughn are expected to play on Monday. So we'll see if that happens or not. <clears throat> and yeah. Cam to the Panthers. What do you think? I mean, this is the regime that kicked them out, and now they brought him back. <laughs> uh, very it's Superman, baby. He's back. I I just don't. I don't understand why. What was the point of all this? Like you, you thought Teddy Bridgewater was the guy. Obviously, he wasn't, and he's never really shown that he's been that guy. And Darnold, they took a swing at Darnold and missed big time. So it's. Eesh. I mean, they brought him back. I feel like he's gonna make a. A different. I feel like he's gonna steal a job from PJ Walker right away. Just when I saw that signing, I was like, "Yeah, it's over." Like he's not gonna start. That's just me, though. You know what I mean? Like I know what Cam brings to the table, and I feel like it's a good move for them, though, and him especially. You know, that was. Oh yeah. Besides Seattle, yeah. Besides Seattle, I didn't really see a team taking a swing at him, and you know, Darnold gets hurt. They don't really have faith in PJ Walker like that, so why not? Although I will say Pittsburgh to me would be another team that would be, you know, a lot better with Cam than Big Ben or, you know, Rudolph or Haskins or whoever they have. But that's just me. But what did you think? I mean, Cam's the guy, man. I mean, I think he – I don't think he's ever lost it. I think just the New England system was kind of different for him. than yeah. uh, You know, people just don't fit in certain systems. I think this is just a bad – 
bad matchup. I think he was a great team in New England. Um, I just think yeah. it just didn't work out, the system, the schemes, and stuff like that. Um, so I think with him coming back, Joe Brady being his OC, dude, it's going to be – they're going to be good. I think – don't count the Panthers just yet. They have Bill Moore. Um, let's talk about the Rams having veterans. I mean, it looks like the Panthers are – it looks like the Panthers are, uh, you know, doing the same thing, kind of just reloading with some veterans and, yeah. and bringing life to this team, especially because McCaffrey's finally back. This team – this team can make a playoff run, dude. They're, they're going to make a playoff run. I can guarantee it. I agree. No, I mean, they they have – I love their defense. I mean, you saw last year, was it the year before, that they loaded up with, um, you know, pure defense on the draft. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm interested to see what this team does. And, you know, like I said, I know what Cam brings to the table. He's going to beat out Darnold. He's going to beat out um, P.J. Walker. So, I don't know. Like you said, I could see them being a sneaky playoff team. I mean, I don't know. We'll see. They got Arizona next week. So, but hey, that's they're it, gonna. What up? Yeah, I mean, so I don't more thing. Um, you know, you've always been a Cam Newton guy, right? Yeah. Always one hundred percent, even when he left New England. Oh uh, yeah, I I never hated on him. You know what I mean? I, okay. I as soon as Cam, bro, as soon as Cam went to the Patriots, I got his jersey. Like that's how excited I was that he was gonna be a. A patriot even even me knowing he might not resign i mean it's like i said earlier it's one of those players that it's like damn he's on our team all right i'm gonna have to go get his jersey like that i love cam bro like just what he did with the you know with the panthers back then mvp year taking him to the super bowl although he didn't you know finish the job he's still he's still one of the best players of our era no doubt so do you uh do you genuinely think Cameron Jarrell Newton is going to be even half of what he was in, in his old regime in Carolina? No, no, but I mean, I don't, uh-huh. I don't feel like he has to necessarily. I mean, they have McCaffrey still, they have mm-hmm. a good defense. They, I mean, he doesn't have to carry the team like he did before. Like literally they went to the Super Bowl because of him. You could say Norman was a part of that. Cause he, he was locking players down on that defense or, and Keekly and, um, Thomas Davis, but I mean, Cam was the reason they got there. If, he, if they don't have Cam, they're not going anywhere with that regime back then. So, yeah. Um, nah, he, I, I don't think he'll be half, but he'll be close to it and they'll win some games because of him. So, I'm excited to see how it goes. I really am. Yeah, it's going to be fun. I will tell you this they're going to be very, very entertaining to watch. There will be no boring football in Carolina unless. Yeah. Um, was Cam there a part of you? Was there a part of you that wanted the Falcons to get him? actually bring him home since he's from no 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 well no no none whatsoever i think <laughs> if we're gonna move, i think the ship has to Matt ryan staying there as well i think we don't want him i think we want a young gun uh, like a rookie someone to just yeah. you know fill in the new regime with the coach but in terms yeah. of, of cam coming back i kind of thought about it but i'm like no he's just as old as matt ryan like really it's no different than having matt ryan i mean obviously cam's a better football player in my opinion but Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Well, what are we gonna do with Cam? Really, we're not yeah. in contention. Uh, I, I, know. I mean, yeah, we're in the playoffs right now, playoff home. But realistically speaking, we have no hopes. True. I don't know. I, I I know there was some rumors about that happening one day. So I was wondering if you thought, hmm, maybe Cam comes. Oh, believe me, when uh in the off season, maybe I was like, oh, you know, bring Cam home. Um, yeah. But once, once, uh, once like he. Um, you know, we, we, we came out and said Matt Ryan's our quarterback. I was like, yeah, this is not going to happen. Let's say we're just going to get my, mm-hmm. put those hopes away. Yeah, I feel that. 
Yeah. But yeah, that's it, bro. I mean, there's nothing really else. Weird week. No, upset Palooza. And... What is, dude? A lot of people lost money. <laughs> it's every week, bro. It, it, there's always a team that fucks up the parlay. It was probably the Cowboys <laughs> for a lot of people this week. And it's not even that. It's just the, the spreads, you know. At least, at least the give me's, you know, like like you know, Cowboys spread. You know, people bet on that. You know, people were also betting on the Bills spread. You know, and then look at that. And so, um, yeah, the parlay suck. They sting. Well, some betting. team always ends up screwing the parlay, but the spreads also killed it too. Yeah, betting on spreads to me nowadays is just you're you're dying to loot, to just give them your money because. Just the way the just the way the season's going is like anybody can cover, anybody can, you know. I don't know. It's just win the game. Yeah, steal a game from them. I don't know. It's just weird this year, but uh, we'll see what happens next week. I think that's it. I don't have anything else to close it out, but no, man, that's it. Pretty much, it was a very weird week of football. (laughs) Well, we'll see what happens next week. Make sure to follow our social media. Subscribe to Sports Inferno. Stay safe, stay blessed. Peace. Catch you in the next one. Peace.